Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode of the Victor Cruz Show is brought to you by Mack Weldon Underwear. With a smart design, premium fabrics, and a simple shopping experience, Mack Weldon Underwear is definitely better than whatever you're currently wearing. In addition to looking and feeling great, all Mack Weldon products are crafted with natural fibers that, get this, have a built-in performance capabilities, so they work hard too. Listen, any underwear that has a built-in performance capability and they work hard too, that's a hard stop. I don't need to read any more of this promo. I'm sold. Vic, we should get them to send us some underwear to try them out ourselves. What do you think, brother? Uh, I think I already got some. I think they're already sending me some. Um, um, you know, fortunately, this is the Victor Cruz show, so they knew to only send me some. I'm working on getting you a pair. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mac Weldon already sent you some underwear? Already on the way, my guy. Already got them. Uh, can't wait to try them out, man. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 calling the higher ups over there to try to get you a pair. Uh, to get you Wait, to try them out, but uh, you're only giving them to high performance athletes. So I'm just not sure where you're you are you sure they're just not streamlining expenses and the process of sending both of ours to you? Uh, I I, I don't think so. I think it was they were very specific. I think there was a <laughs> note in there that said Victor only and with an exclamation point. I think they were very specific about it. But uh, but yeah, man, shout out to Mac Weldon. Uh, once again, we got another sponsor. I mean, we're just you know the show's moving, man. You know what? Till I get my underwear from Mac Weldon, I'm not reading the rest of this promo. So hey, let's keep it short, man. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your purchase using the promo code Victor. Again, that's MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your purchase using the promo code Victor. Vic, they seriously didn't send me any? They did not. And I'm gonna start the show now because I'm not gonna dwell. I'm not gonna dwell on that. Um... <laughs> Uh, so here we are, the Victor Cruz Show, ladies and gentlemen. Just be clear, that is the first and hopefully the only time you will hear PR's voice before you hear mine on this show. Um, but shout out to Mag Weldon. And uh, here we go, man. We're, we're off and running. Training camp is a couple days away. Um, I'm getting ready to, you know, I literally just shipped my car to Chicago five minutes ago. Not not kidding at all about that. Um, and I'm excited, man. Training camp is around the corner. Getting that feeling again, Pete. Like I always say, man, every now and then I forget because, you know, you're my brother and just my brother. And I forget that you're like an actual, like real professional athlete. Like the people don't know that right before we were, people don't know you're home in New Jersey, correct? Correct. I'm actually in Houston, Texas Okay. Um, for two days on business. So we're doing this show, obviously from two different locations. And right as we're about to press the record button, what do you say? We have to stop because of what? Uh, we had to stop because I had to go outside and take care of the shipping of my vehicle to Chicago. <laughs> Crazy. I forget. I forget. I need regular friends, man. I need regular <laughs> friends, brother. It's ridiculous. Oh, uh, man. But what, talk to the people. What you up to in Houston? What's going on? You working? You moving? You on flights? What, what's going on? Talk to us. 
Yeah, I'm in Houston. I got to Houston yesterday. I'm here for the Manchester Derby. So it's a soccer match between a huge soccer match between uh, Manchester United and Man City. I won't speak much more about it because then the listeners will be able to tell I really don't know much of anything about soccer. <laughs> um, so, but we're here, no, in all seriousness, helping uh, our good friends at Relevant Sports with the marketing on some of their big events. Um, but you know, before we even get into like what I'm doing, when do you when do you actually leave for camp? Uh, I leave for camp on Monday. So I fly out to Chicago on Monday. Hopefully my car will be there already. Shout out to Bree. Bree's actually heading to Chicago today. Uh, oh, nice. To get my crib squared away and make sure she's there for the arrival of the vehicle. Uh, and then I'll be there Monday to, uh, you know. Wait, you leave this Monday as in like as four in days? Four days, exactly. Yep, yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. wow. So I'll be there Monday, settle in to my new digs, my new spot. Um, and then I'll drive down because training camp is about an hour and a half south at Bourbon A's, Illinois. Um, and we go down, you know, to that, that's where our camp is, our training camp is held. It's not up in uh, up in, uh, in Vernon Hills where all the rest of the facilities are. We travel an hour and a half south. Gotcha. Let me ask you this, man. I don't know if you've had, you know, I know you've been on the road and, you know, you've been training. Anyone that follows you on social media and, you know, shoots and, you know, as hectic as, you know, your life as Victor Cruz is... Have you had a moment to sit down and think either how you feel now or how you will feel like when you actually get on that flight and leave New York? A little bit, man. I'm actually getting nervous. Like I'm getting anxiety. I'm excited. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little sad too. Even, you know, it's just a whole new emotion for me from a football perspective that I never knew I would feel. I mean, when you play for one team for so long, and you've been vested in this city and this, you know, this is home. I've been here. I've played here. It's just, it's just a great feeling to be here. I, I, I don't know anything else. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of feels like that college feeling when you go to college for the first time, you don't know what to expect and you're in your dorm and, you know, only difference is moms ain't dropping me off. I got to do this one on my own. Um, so I just got to figure it out, man. But it's a good feeling. It's a new start, a, a, a refreshing feeling. So I'm excited to get this thing going. I'm excited to be with my teammates again. I miss those guys, even though, you know, you're out there for two weeks. But football is such a family-like atmosphere. You're around them so much that you kind of start to build a friendship. And I think I was just starting to build those friendships. Um, and then, you know, and then, you know, OTAs and, and, uh, and our mini camp was over and I had to head back home. So I'm excited to get back around those guys and just, you know, just promote ourselves and, and, and inflict an infectious winning attitude and culture around the team and around the receiving core that hopefully gets us to go to the promised land where we want to go. I love it. And then let me ask you, I got to ask, cause I'm sure everyone's wondering what is uh, your expectation? Your full go, no limitations from day one, or what do you expect? I'm full go, man. Full go, no limitations. I'm going into training camp, ready to rock and roll. Obviously this is year eight for me. So I guess I'm categorized. Wow. Yeah, man. So I'm a vet. I'm a true vet now. It's not even, you know, there's not even like that little middle here kind of figuring it out i'm a i'm a full veteran now which means i can go up to coach fox and say hey coach fox man you know i'm not really feeling it today uh <laughs> i kind of need that little day a little veteran day off you know what i'm saying but nah i mean i hate i'm not the i'm not the day off kind of guy man i i feel like i'm letting my teammates down if you know if, if i'm not out there with them in the trenches battling weekend day in and day out like that's the kind of guy i am you know so uh, I'm excited to get back with those guys, but trust if I have to pull that veteran car P, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do it, man. It is what it is. I've I've earned that much, I believe. You've earned it, brother. You've earned it, man. Listen, I know you know. Obviously, we're traveling for different reasons, but like I said, I'm in Houston, Texas right now. 
Then I'm heading down to the beautiful, sunny Miami, Florida on, uh, on Friday. What's, what's going on on Friday? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, we're doing, you know. I'm going to see if I can leave training camp. Just, I'm going to ask Coach Fox just to 24 hours. <laughs> I just need 24 hours. Hey, if you do it right, that's all you need in Miami is 24 hours. But anything more than that, you're doing it wrong. Okay? <laughs> yeah, man, listen, we – um. As I told you before, we're doing El Clasico Miami, and you know it seems like just like four months ago I was saying we have four months. This thing's next week. Um, not sure if you saw it, but we announced, um, you know, we're doing our celebrity soccer match, um, which you know when I say soccer match, people are like celebrity soccer match, but it's more so. I mean, I may be dating myself, but you remember uh, Rock and Jock back in the day? Of course, that was my favorite. I used to tune in every year. Yeah, so like Rock and Jock was like basically about everything but the actual sport, right? Like the sport itself was like a backdrop. So it's going to be dope. We're creating like the Fam Jam version of Rock and Jock, uh, a short-sighted celebrity soccer match. We announced yesterday our celebrity coaches. Um, One of them is two-time champion and a friend of the show, Draymond Green. And the other one is uh, a man that needs no introduction, uh, Drake so Drake will be coaching one team and um, and Draymond the other team. And it's already gotten a little competitive for those of you guys that don't follow Draymond Green. If you if you go on Twitter and see his last post, um, it's, a, it's like a two-minute video on him recruiting his team and texting with Drake about it. It's actually pretty funny. You should check it out if you got a chance. Um, I saw man, him look. on Instagram saying, it, I, I never knew it would be this easy to wrangle up, you know, uh, great talent for the team. Like, he's taking this serious. He's for real. Yeah, yeah. like, it's not play-play for him. Like, he's really, like, he calls me every other day, like, or texts me every other day, like, asking, like, who Drake has, what's his roster looking like. He's asking, you know, most people when they coach a celebrity game, you know, they're all just worried about, like, just getting names and getting, you know, celebrities and stuff. He's actually asking people, like, what kind of shape they're in before he asks them to play on his team. So he's taking this shit maybe a little too serious, but uh, that's no surprise coming from Dre, man. Um, yo, I have, you know, listen, one thing you and I decided, or you decided, as it's your show, um, that we were always going to do, and at the minute we stopped doing this, we weren't going to do the show anymore. We were always going to keep it real with the people, Correct. Yes, of course. We were always going to be honest, always going to keep it real. I uh, I have a confession to make. Okay. Oh, by the way, Vic, live, I don't know if you're watching this, OJ Simpson just granted parole. I just, I'm watching it now. I got it on mute. Granted parole after serving almost nine years for robbery charges. Wow. Wow. You know what, man? I believe in, you know, I believe in anyone that's served, not to get too political or anything like that, but... Anyone that's served their debt to society and, and hopefully is re- rehabilitated, um, I believe in second chances. So, you know, hopefully he, he has his shit together and, um, you know, there's no more issues from uh, the juice. Uh, I love but, it. It's just going to make the Jay-Z concert even better when the, when, the, when the OJ song comes on and he's actually... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how do you always find... How do you always... How do you always find... I mean, we could be talking about... We're just talking about OJ being paroled, and you somehow found a way to tie it back to Jay-Z's fucking album, man. Yo, Unbelievable. It's just, it is what it is. Jay-Z just has a way of embodying current events into his music, man. This is what it is. Yo, let you tell it. He played a role in getting OJ paroled. That song definitely... You think the judge didn't play that song before going out there? 
You think the judge wasn't like, yo, you know what? Let me lock in. Let me put myself in a specific mindset before I give this parole, before I grant him parole. Let me put this full hey, on and get right. You're telling me that the parole board was in the chambers just now listening to 444. And not only were they listening to it, Pete, they had a transcript of the words in front of them <laughs> so they could understand what they were reading, what they were listening to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, man. Like, like I was saying, I have, I have a confession to make. Okay. That not only was I considering or debating whether I was going to tell you about it, even off the air. Wow. Definitely wasn't considering saying it on the show. But you know what? We're here, and we keep it real with the people. And and for our listeners, Vic, you clearly, you have, we haven't discussed it. You have no idea where I'm going with this. I'm a little nervous, P. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> nah, it's 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 a uh, it's an embarrassing story. Um. Let me ask you this. As a grown man, right? As a grown man, you know, we always joke about people being washed. And for those of you that don't know what washed is, it's like being old. Like it's over for you. Okay. Um, as an old man, I can't think, what is the most washed thing you can do as a grown man? It's like you fall asleep early. You do, you know, like there's things you can do that make you washed. The other day, I'd say probably... Um, you had a washed moment? Oh, no, no. Like like rinsed, washed, and folded. <laughs> um, I would say... Actually, I'll tell you when it was. It was on Sunday, because I was going to meet Maverick and our guy Adam for lunch, uh, or for dinner. Um, I decided, because, you know, I'm back on my healthy stuff, and I'm trying to work out every day, at least six days a week. I decided to go for a run, okay? Okay. So, a big part of going for a run for me is making sure my playlist is set. So I have my playlist all together. I have my Beats headphones in ears in. I put my phone in my pocket. And I hit it. I'm gone. So I'm running. And the first song playing, I don't remember what the song was, but the first song playing is over now. The next song is the same song. That means by mistake, I put it on repeat. Okay. So I had planned on running three miles. I can't run three miles listening to the same song, right? But I don't want to stop running. So I slow down running. I go into my pocket to take my phone off repeat. Okay. What I don't see is one of those runners that hides wires. You know, when it's like construction, they have wires on the sidewalk. Yes. And they put like a rubber runner on it. Yep. Dog. When I tell you I hit this runner and went flying. Oh, you did. No, no, no. Listen, I'm talking Pete Rose headfirst into second base flying. If you had to put a miles per hour on how fast you were going. I would have got a speeding ticket, dog. Wow. Listen, and it, it takes me back to my wash moment. There's nothing more washed than a grown-ass man falling. When was the last time you fell? Not stumbled or tripped, but like all of your limbs touching the ground. Maybe a video my mom showed me when I was three years old, something like that. <laughs> like vintage footage. Like... Yo, listen. My phone goes, like, I'm not even, no exaggeration, both my hands to God right now as I say this. My phone goes flying maybe 25 feet. (laughs) My headphone, you know, if you ski or snowboard, if you ski, they call this a yard sale. My (laughs) headphones both pop out my ears. They go flying into the street. Oh, I wish I was there for this, man. Did a stranger help you Did a stranger help you I am head first, Vic. I go and eat it. I fall. My shirt is up by my chin. I scratch like my chest and my stomach. What do you think is the first thing I do? 
You look around. You definitely looked around. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Before even checking myself, I looked around to see who saw me. I already know you. I know you looked around like, <laughs> I pray nobody I know is walking by me. Yeah. Right? Yo, listen. After there was no one there, because it was a Sunday like evening, you know, like there was, there was no one really on the block. I go and like, I literally go like a third base coach. I check myself like a third base coach giving signs. I'm like, okay, ow, that hurts. Okay, that doesn't feel good, but this is okay. I'm not bleeding. All my teeth are here. Okay, I think we're good. I get up. I go get my phone. I flip it over. Tore to pieces my phone. Shattered. 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 Wow. So fast forward, you know, I decide. I'm like, you know what? Now I have the decision. Am I going to go home and say, forget this run? Am I going to go for the run? I went for the run. Um, and then I go to dinner and I tell Mav and Mav, you know, as great a guy as he is, the first question he asks is like, are you hurt? Like, you can't get hurt right now. We got too much stuff going on. Like, forget me. Like, he's like, you know, I thought he was asking like, because he was like concerned that I was okay. He was concerned that the work wasn't going to get done. <laughs> so in all seriousness, I actually need you cause I got a new phone. I need you to text me your number. Cause I don't even have your number. No, but it, yo, you don't have Apple ID or like all you have to do is put in Apple I ID. I do, but some of them transfer, and I have like four numbers for you. So I just need listen, man. I've been through enough this week, man. Can you just text me your number? All right, man. It's the least I could do since you, you're <laughs> way, officially washed, like in all faces. No, I'm, listen, listen. It it doesn't get any more washed than falling on the pavement as a grown ass man. That's amazing, yo. That is, I wish I was Which, there for that. No, listen, honestly, first I thank God that I was okay. Then I thank God you weren't there. But the thing is, if I was there, you, this wouldn't have happened. Like, just, you know, we probably would have been talking or we would have met, you know. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. I would have saved you from this. But apparently I wasn't there and you had your first, this is your first official wash moment. So now you're washed like in every, in every. No, I mean, it doesn't get any more washed than this, man. I'm like washed on like delicates. You know, when you have the washing machine and you wash delicates, I'm washed on delicates. So give, given my washed story and my washedness, if that's even a word, it's a perfect transition into our next sponsor, the Victor Cruz show, the good folks at active five. Active uh, five. Active Five, yes. They've actually been loyal and been with us for a couple of shows now. They have. Active Five is a new pocket-sized digital device that works with your smartphone to coach you through over 100 five-minute strength training workouts and track your stats and progress. Victor will love this part. Active Five exercises are isometric-based, which the NFL does a lot of. They're simple but highly effective. You feel the burn after working out with Active Five for just five minutes. That's my favorite part. On average, Active 5 increases strength by 30% over six weeks. You have to check this out. You now have time to exercise, no excuses, even if you're washed like me. Go to active5.com. That's A C T I V, the number 5.com. Everyone has five minutes, and you don't have to drive to the gym. So there you go. I'm getting one. Go to active5.com. Again, that's A C T I V, the number 5.com. Then enter the promo code, you guessed it, Victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, Victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, at checkout, and Active Body will hook you up with a free water bottle with your order. Shout out to the people at Active 5, man. Shout out to Active 5 for being a loyal sponsor of the Victor Cruz Show, man. Vic, we also have another sponsor. Man, the, the budgets are just opening up here, man. What's up, please? <laughs> like sponsor. Listen, man, we have the great folks at Casper Mattresses. 
The Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Supportive memory foams create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. This is my favorite part. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. 100 nights. If you don't love it, they'll even come pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit to it, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. It's a scary thought. Free shipping and returns to the U.S. and our good friends at Canada. With over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. The best part yet, get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com backslash victor. That's www.casper.com backslash V-I-C-T-O-R and using your offer code Victor. Terms and conditions apply. Shout out to the good folks at Casper Mattresses. There we go. Thank you, Casper. I mean, I might need to cover those for, uh, for training camp, man. I don't know what kind of bad situation they got us in, but we'll see what's up. I'm trying to figure out why it's always like we get a sponsor and you figure out a way that like they can help you. Like it's never us. Valid point. I mean, I think it's just because my name's on the show, P. I don't, I don't have control over that, man. I don't have control. It's just the way it is. I'm not gonna lie to you. You don't want. Go ahead. You don't want to make this about you. You don't want to make this about you. It's just the show. Is it's just the show. We mutually agreed to name the show the Victor Cruz Show. I don't know what else to tell you. But I think we got a new segment, right, P? We got a new segment to introduce to the people. We um, do. I'm, I'm excited about it personally because it's you know right up our alley. I feel like. We do. It's going to be very, uh, it may be controversial. Okay. It may be controversial. Um, I think um, the name of, well, do you want to tell the people what we're calling the segment or should I? Um, you, you, can, you, can, you can let the people know. Okay, let's do it. The name of our new segment is Cut His Mic Off. Okay. Okay. We're going to dedicate this segment to, you know, there's a lot of craziness going on in the world, a lot of crazy things being said in the world, and even crazier things being said by people that have platforms. You know, they have shows, they have an audience. Um, so we're calling this segment, it'll be a uh, segment on every show moving forward on the Victor Cruz show called Cut His Mic Off. The funny thing is, we, we actually had a long list of candidates for the inaugural Cut his mic off. I mean, the timing couldn't have been any better, to be honest. I had to. I had to really. You know, you wanted to go in another direction. I had to really ask that we go in the direction I wanted to go in on this one. So, the first inaugural recipient of the cut his mic off segment on the Victor Cruz show, and it actually pains my heart to do this, man, because. He's literally one of my favorite all-time. Here we go. Not only football build, build players, but athletes. Break him down. Build him up to break him down, P. Go ahead. It, it pains my heart, man. Michael Vick. Are you familiar with what he said recently in, in the news? I am, but I think you need to refresh the minds of the people. Yes, so Michael Vick joined FS, FS1's Speak for Yourself on Monday. And... Uh, he thought that Kaepernick's struggles were rooted in his image, and uh, or with his image, I should say. 
And he said, and I quote, the first thing we got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. Listen, I'm not up here to try to be politically correct, but even if he puts cornrows in it, I don't think he should represent himself in that way in terms of just a hairstyle. Just go clean cut. Why not? You're already dealing with a lot of controversy surrounding this issue. What he needs to do is just try to be presentable. What was your initial reaction when you heard that, Vic? Somebody needs to cut his mic off. That's, that, was, <laughs> that, that was my reaction initially. No, but I mean, it's just, Colin has nothing wrong with his image. He's always been an upstanding person, always been an upstanding citizen. He's never been in the media for anything negative. He's never done anything wrong. So how he wants to wear his hair is completely up to him. There's guys in the league that have dreads, braids, afros, mini afros, shortcuts. Who cares how he wears his hair? It's not about his hair. It's about his ability to perform on the field, his ability to throw the football, his ability to lead an offense, lead a team, whether that's as a backup or as a starter. Whatever the case may be, his hair and how he chooses to wear it has nothing to do with what's going on on the field. He doesn't have image problems. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't agree anymore. And for me, my immediate reaction, man, it was honestly two things. One, it was that in 2017, this is a statement that people even believe that someone's appearance should affect what they can and can't do. I mean, in 2017? And then two, if anyone on God's green earth should not have that point of view, it should be Michael Vick. Exactly. And I think that's what fuels it even more. I mean, not for us, but I think just perception of what he's saying, because it's like, Mike Vick, you you kind of have no legs to stand on when it comes to, to image and speaking about an image. And you had a real life thing happen to you yourself, which obviously is in the past, but you actually had to work on your image at a certain time. You actually had to do some real work to change the perception of people and get back into the NFL, which you did so successfully. And Tony Dungy was a huge factor in that, yep. in my opinion. Um, but you had his obstacles that he had to cross are completely different than what Colin Kaepernick is facing at the moment. And I think that's what kind of gets people to be like, Mike Vick, what are you talking about? Because of what he's been through and his specific story. And then when he says that about Colin, it gives people kind of a skewed perception on why he's saying that about another individual. Agree 100%. In all fairness, he recently, I mean, I think as recent as yesterday, uh, released a statement basically apologizing for the comment. Uh, He said, and I quote, at the end of the day, what I said should have never been said. I think it was taken out of context in regards to what I was trying to convey, but I only want to help Kaepernick. I'm not a general manager. I'm not the guy who makes the decisions on getting him signed, and I'm truly sorry for what I said. I think I should have used a better choice of words. You know what my reply to that was? What's that? It was nothing, because I already cut his mic off, Vic. (laughs) (laughs) So there you have it. Our first recipient of the cut his mic off, Mike, Vic. I'm sure there'll be plenty of candidates to pick from moving forward on every show. Plenty of candidates, man. But moving right along here, people. What we got next? Sports Illustrated, man. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. The Fast 50 list came out. Russell Westbrook was on the cover. My guy. Congrats to Russ. Um, I believe I came in second, P. Was that is that accurate? Did you see the list? 
I mean, I don't want to make this about you. You were there. You were like top two, something like that. Okay, yeah, I was number two. I mean, it's just a blessing, man. I mean, to be, you know, a part of that list and, and a part of a, a, a long list of guys that, you know, carry themselves the right way and, and you know, think about their appearance. Because for me, it's bigger than just wearing clothes that are cool and look good. It's about presenting yourself a certain way. Every time somebody sees me or a picture of me or I'm in front of someone, I want to be perceived the right way and say, man, that guy... That guy's put together visually. He can dress. He can put it together, whether it's a suit, whether it's, you know, casual clothing, whether it's going to work out. He can put it together. And then when I speak and open my mouth and start to talk, um, they're like, okay, he's, you know, he can actually put a sentence together and not sound like a complete idiot. So um, it's a blessing to be on the list. And congrats to everybody else on it, man. A lot of people we know on the list, a lot of friends, family even, D. Wade. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah who are some of the other people on the list? Uh, Dwayne Wade, obviously. Uh, Russell was the cover. Um, LeBron James, our brother, obviously. Carmelo Anthony, Mercedes Lewis. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, man. It was just uh, it, it was just a beautiful list to be a part of. And, uh, and a lot of our friends and fam on that list, too. I was actually upset when I wasn't on it, but then I realized it was just pro athletes. It wasn't just athletes in general, you know? Okay. Okay. But are you you're an athlete is what you're saying. I mean I mean if you're gonna use that one minor incident I had on Sunday against minor? me that I'm not an athlete, I think that's crazy. You just asked me for my phone number again, fam, because you broke your entire <laughs> phone from tripping on a table wire. Like that's not a minor incident, dog. <laughs> and you never Yo, my question did a stranger help you what you never answered my question on that i will say this there was a lady walking her dog across the street that asked if i was okay <laughs> i never answered her dog <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, you ever have someone ask you are you okay and you're so tight you don't even respond you just i was nod, upset you just, you just nod profusely and don't even open <laughs> your mouth no i acted like i ain't see her i was that mad that's amazing, man. That's, that's uh, You're officially washed in my book. I'm going to continue to say it. I'm not afraid to continue to say that you're washed. So um, I think moving right along. Yo, TV, I don't know if you've been watching, but TV is at an all-time high right now. These shows like Power, like Insecure that's dropping this Sunday night. Issa Rae is one of my favorite actresses and people um, you know, out here in the business right now. And a new show on FX called Snowfall. Have you been tuned into Snowfall, P? Have you heard about it? No, what, no what's it about? Yo, Snowfall is so crazy. It's a show about basically the beginning of uh, a Freeway Ricky Ross. Remember that? Remember that? Okay. You know, who's the leader or the beginning of the crack epidemic in the early 80s and how that thing got going? Yep. And yep. The whole storyline of it is, is insane. The only thing I don't like, I'm just so accustomed to watching shows on cable network or on or on these on these uh, platforms like Netflix or Stars or whatever the case may be that don't have commercials. So wow, you know, it's, FX, it's on FX. So like they get to like the good part where it kind of gets you on the edge of your seat, and they're like, "Welcome to Wendy's," and I'm just like, "Oh man, a commercial, okay." Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, when your mom used to watch novellas, like da da da. Exactly. We return. Exactly. Without a doubt. So, but you know, so I haven't seen that. I def. What's it called again? It's called Snowfall. Snowfall. I'll definitely have to check that out. I have been watching Power, which I think is one of the best shows on television. Although I'm not caught up on the last episode. You haven't seen the last episode, so you haven't. But the thing is, you have to almost stay off of social media because they'll give it all away. So have I you? Have. Okay, I you have. haven't even been on the grant, or oh, your phone just crashed, so you probably haven't been. <laughs> 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 
I knew I was I knew I was gonna regret telling you that story. <laughs> yo, but no. power, man. Yo, tune into that next episode, man. I mean, that latest one. It's it's a it's a doozy for sure, for sure. It's a are you are you, a, are you a, a Game of Thrones fan? I am not, man. I mean, I was I was uh, I was into it first two seasons, I believe, and then the third season it just. It makes me dizzy. All these family. I don't want to have to look at a Wikipedia page just to follow the the last show. Like that's too much work for me. Uh, <laughs> it's too much, man. And then everybody's dying. I mean, the characters that I love, even the first season, like the main character that he was beloved, his family, they off them. And I'm just like, where's this show Ned going? Stark. Ned Stark. Yo, they yeah. just off my favorite character, and it's just like, okay, what are we doing? But that's what makes it my favorite show, Vic, that it's like anyone can get it at any moment. I guess so. It's the equivalent of like season one, Tony Soprano getting a bullet in his head. That's crazy. That come on, yo. You can't you can't off Tony in the first season. I mean I'm just saying you keep it your head on a swivel now. It is the equivalent though. It is the equivalent. <laughs> so what else are you watching? You're watching Power, you're not watching uh Game of Thrones. I'm You're not watching. watching Game of Thrones. I'm waiting for Insecure to come on um, this Sunday night. It's one of my favorite shows. So, I mean, so what's what's Insecure about? I have I've, it's all over. Like I see it everywhere, but I have no clue what it's about. So it's basically about a, a Issa Rae, whose her character in the show is just a you know a, I want to say mid twenties, late twenties, maybe early thirties person. Um, she is going through life and going through the dating scene and it's basically what a, a person of her age goes through and it's like the realness of it like the things that we you know talk about on a daily basis like that's what uh you know that's what she does and and, and it takes it through the realest moments and especially from an african-american uh, african-american perspective and inner city perspective that we all are accustomed to talking about and we know about and and she's just going into it man and and uh obviously one of the hosts of uh, Ball Girl Magic, obviously on the uninterrupted platform, plays Molly on the show, and uh, she's official. Oh, that's dope. Oh, so I got to watch it just because of that. If Yvonne's on it herself, I got to watch just off of the strength of that. I've actually met her in Soul House in L.A. a couple times, and she's super cool, and and and, uh, and she's great on the show, and uh, I'm excited to watch it, man. The next season should be pretty dope, and uh, and it should be good. So people definitely tune into that on HBO. I'm definitely going to check it out then, just off your recommendation. If it's whack, I'll be right back on this show telling you it's whack. <laughs> no problem. And I'm going to tell Molly, too. I'm going to hit Molly up, or Yvonne, rather. Molly's her the name of her uh, her character on the show. Be like, yo, PR didn't like it. <laughs> you know I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it all the way real with her, man. We got to. Uh, oh, man, I'm not messing with you. Yo, there's been someone else in the news that uh, came very close to... Uh, being our inaugural, cut his mic off as well. I mean, there's a guy that I actually fought with P on uh, on, on getting his mic cut off in our inaugural segment of, of Cut Your Mic Off. Um, but he convinced me to go with Michael Vick, and I was like, all right, cool. And this guy technically, uh, I don't think he said anything, or yet at least, but I guess it just came out that R. Kelly was trapping women in his home, in his dark room. In, in, his, in his closet? And, uh, pun intended, obviously. And I'm just like, <laughs> why is this man still keeping people hostage and having probably having sex with these women? I don't know what's going on with R. Kelly, dog. Like, and then these old uh, these old posts are coming out on Instagram about when he had remember the, like years ago when he had that interview and he said, "Do you like teenage girls?" 
And he looked at him and said, define, you know, what do you mean by teenage girls? But he looked at him like, fam, fam, teenagers, fam, young women, young girls, any girl yeah. with the word teen at the end of the number. What are you talking about? I, be- fine. I believe I believe the exact quote was, uh, when you say teenage girls, uh, what exactly do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Yo? Like, I literally, I'm baffled by this. I'm baffled by R. Kelly. I'm, I was already no longer a fan of anything that he was putting out. I am furthermore not listening to anything that this man is, is, is promoting, writing, singing, dancing, whatever he's doing. I'm turning it off. I am deleting everything from my iTunes library. Wow. And I encourage everyone to do so as well. This man is just, something is terribly wrong with him, and we need to figure out why and i don't even care to know why anymore i'll say this vic you, you are outside of football and being a pro athlete one of like the most level-headed nicest everyone deserves a chance people i know you're off r kelly completely completely i have a daughter man. i have a five-year-old daughter and mm, if i get it if anybody's dad found out that his daughter was with R. Kelly in some trapped, abandoned room. Like, come on, yo. Like, that's not okay in any way, shape, or form. You don't know what a teenager is? I can spell it out for you. Do not touch them. You are twice their age. Why are you having these young girls in your house doing God knows what to them? I agree. agree. And look, as the old saying goes, where there's smoke, there's normally fire. And it's like, this, this isn't like the first issue he's had in that space. Um, so, I mean, it's unfortunate altogether. I mean, it's just like, get your shit together, fam. And the crazy part is one of the women, I guess, that were, uh, that were trapped in there, trapped in the closet, whatever you want to say, um, she came out and put a video out and said, hey, you know, I'm 21, about to be 22 in a couple days. Just wanted to clarify she was of age and, you know, I'm okay. I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. But then the crazy thing is at the end of the video, they go, the guy asks her, do you want to say where you are? And she like uh, hesitates and it's like, no, uh, no, uh, no, thank you guys. Like, and just hangs up. Like, get out of R. Kelly's house, baby girl. Let's, let's go home, <laughs> get to your house. Your mother's looking for you. Like, get out of there, man. What are you doing? You know, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. I'm laughing more at what, like how you're saying it, but it, it is a very serious matter. And um, I think you put it best. It's like you have a daughter, you know, anyone that has nieces, daughters sisters you know it's like just imagine that you were in that situation it's uh it's crazy that we're even discussing that it's insane you know it's insane that it, this is even still a thing that's going on with r kelly which in turn you know he kind of got some of his life back after the whole incident or whatever like over the years you know i remember a few years ago he was performing at a all-star weekend at the jordan dinner or whatever it is he kind of does that every year because he's from chicago so he's like, you know, he's still getting gigs and he's still trying to figure it out out here, which was, I guess, you know, somewhat good to see that he can overcome some of it. But it's just getting worse, man. It's just you can't say the word art, the name R. Kelly without thinking disgusting, nasty thoughts. I agree. Um, but lastly, man, I think I want to just get to something about this fear. I kind of woke up and and had this genuine fear. And I know that this I. I I'm not the only one to feel this way as a professional athlete, as that professional athlete starts to get to the second half or the back end of their career. Um, and, and that's just the fear of, of when it's over, Pete. You know what I'm saying? That fear of mm. when when the lights are off, when you're not wearing a jersey anymore, when September rolls around and you're a spectator and not 
an actual athlete on the field getting ready. I mean, there's, you know, the, I'm scared of that moment, man. I'm scared of, uh, uh, you know, this is just me being honest and venting to the people. I'm scared of what that looks like. I'm scared of what my life looks like outside of being an athlete, outside of playing football. I mean, I don't, obviously, you know, I, there are things that are in place that, you know, allow me to be safe and good, but you just, it's just unknown. You just don't know. You don't know the perception that people are going to think of you post the post the game. You don't know, you know, your revenue stream. How are you going to make money? Because you want to make an, as much money as you did on the field that you're going to make off the field. So, so in turn, you worry about your family. You worry about your mom. You worry about your, you know, my sister. I worry about my entire family. How that, how that's going to look. And it's just a fear, not that it's going to happen and I'm going to be broken three years after I'm done playing or something catastrophic is going to happen. But it's just a genuine fear that I have of what does this look like when the lights turn off? What does this look like when no one's yelling crews in the stadiums anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like things like that that I think about. It's a scary thing, man. And it's, and it's you know, I'm going to just cherish every moment, cherish every opportunity I get to play this game in front of thousands and thousands of people, whether it be in those stands or on TV, man. And it's... uh. You know, it's tough. It's just, you know, as I just woke up this morning, I was like, man, I'm scared of that moment of what that moment looks like. So I want to make sure I affect as many people as possible uh, throughout this journey um, so that, you know, the second half of it is just as fruitful as the first. You know, it's in- I mean, it's interesting altogether. But one of the things that's super interesting is I remember when you missed the season um, and you were injured and I asked you if you ever thought that you might not get back on the field. And your answer to me was, no, you always believed and thought deep down inside you'd get back on the field and play again. So I guess my question for you is, you didn't have this fear while you were injured, and now that you're back on the field and finally healthy, why do you think you're feeling like this now? I I think it's just the realization of of the the... Cause you always know, like, all right, you're 27, and you're still, and you're, you know, good, 28, 29. I'm 30 years old. I'm on a new team. This is undoubtedly the second, half, the back end. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, uh, you, you can't go back into that. Like, this is, this is it. I understand where I am as, a, as an, as an athlete. You know, you play for one team for seven years, and then all of a sudden you're on a new team, and it's a new beginning. It's a brand new thing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's undoubtedly the second half. So as I continue, you know, I guess training camp's coming up, the season's coming up. So all these all these emotions and all these thoughts are kind of in the forefront of my brain. So as I go through those thoughts, I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, like, you know, I've got a couple more years of this. I want to play. I wish I could play till I'm 40, but in realistically, what, 35, 34? You know, that's just a few short years away. Um, what does that look like after the game's over? What does that feel like you know what I'm saying so it's just having those real moments and I guess using you know using the Victor Cruz show to just get that out and 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 voice that out to the people and uh and uh you know just get that off my chest I guess if you will I I love it man that's what this show's all about let me ask you does that mean or at least and you may not know the answer but do you think that means you'll enjoy things the little things that maybe everyone takes for granted a little more this season and and your following seasons Oh, that already started last year. I mean, I, I was already, you know, I understood where I was last year. I understood what type of athlete I was. I understood my role. I think that was the biggest thing was me understanding my role 
on the Giants organization last year and um, and just being comfortable with that role, understanding that role and being comfortable with it. And I completely understand my role and I'm enjoying every moment, man, every every drill, every moment I get with my fellas, the teammates, my family. Um, I'm enjoying it, man. And it's it's a beautiful thing. And I think it's it's even more joyous to uh, to understand my role and to be vested in it. And then now I get to enjoy it. And now I'm going to go to training camp. And after the third day, I'm going to tell Coach Fox I need a day off. And then I'm going to enjoy I'm going to enjoy <laughs> I hope Coach Fox isn't listening. Yo, Coach Fox, if you listen to the Victor Cruz show, I'm going to need my day off soon, fam. Third day, I'm already – my hamstring's going to be tight. Coach, I need a day off, bro. I'm just throwing oh, it out there, man. man. I love it. I love it. Man, listen, that that's what makes this show special. We keep it real. I shared my wash story. Your story is a lot better than mine. Um, before we go, listen, man, in, in the spirit of this podcast, we're all about the greater good and all about, you know, spreading love and, and showing love. Uh, we wanted to put our listeners on to another dope podcast. Um, you know, it's called My Brother Sneaker. Uh, it's a weekly podcast from comedy writers and real life brothers, Yasir and Isaiah Lester, um, who know just about everything there is to know about sneakers. So their podcast is dope. Each week, Lester and his brother discuss the art, the design, and the influence of sneakers and pop culture in general. So if you have a chance, go check them out. My brother's Sneaker, a pretty dope podcast, especially if you're into sneakers and uh, design. Um, Not only My Brother Sneaker, but be sure you check out our podcast mates, you know, on uninterrupted.com. Bunch of dope podcasts, bunch of different topics. Shout out to Jesse, shout out to Dre, shout out to Ball Girl Magic, shout out to Ozone. Um, I hope I'm not missing anyone. Um, oh, and, and JJ Reddick. So we have a new one. JJ Reddick, welcome to the uh, UN podcast family. Welcome, JJ. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, so it should be dope. I actually just listened uh, to his first episode on UN. He had Maverick as a guest. And uh, he talked about the documentary he did. And this is something you would appreciate, Vic. He talks about the the process of being a free agent. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited uh, to see that on Uninterrupted.com. And then we have, like, you know, I, can, I forget about these two guys. They're like, they're, like, the two guys that show up to, like, the high school football game, like, 10 years after they've graduated, still wearing their varsity jackets. That's, <laughs> that's it's uh, Richard Jefferson and um, Channing Fry on road tripping. I mean, if you haven't heard those guys, I mean, they're literally like brothers. Um, the show's amazing. It's a great show, uh, road tripping. So, again, you got a chance. You're traveling. You're working out. Whenever it is you listen to podcasts, check out my brother's sneaker or our label mates on uninterrupted.com. Um, a lot of dope content out there by a lot of really dope people. Um, give it a listen. Absolutely. Vic, anything else before we wrap and we get out of here? I'm just continuing to let the people know that Uninterrupted is the place to be, man. We got a lot of good shows, a lot of good people, and a lot of good content for you to stay tuned with, man. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So uh, with that being said, another episode of the Victor Cruz Show is in the books, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for being listeners. We thank you for being a part of this journey uh, that we are on. I cannot confirm nor deny if PR will be here on the next show because he just figures these things out. Um, but thank you man thank you and we are out of here until the next one peace